Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week we're talking about the vegan options at Sushi Ave in Decatur, Georgia, and Fresh Cravings Jalapeno Popper Dip. We will also try tree-lined vegan goat cheese. That's not why I bought it. Oh, but I want... I Just wanna... learning now that this is, you have squirreled away, virtually squirreled away. I squirreled nothing. I did not squirrel. You, it's in the fridge. It's in the fridge. I almost ate it today. Well. Hey. Hey. I'm going to I'm going to come in with a shocking surprise. What's that? I went to Trader Joe's. <gasps> I got their vegan chocolate bars. Yeah. Oat chocolate, oat milk chocolate. Oh, those are so good. I tried them. Mm-hmm. They're in a little box. You haven't tried these. You haven't had these. Yes, I have. You don't even know about them. Yes, you I do. You don't even know about them. Describe them to me. Describe the shape. It's in a little box and it looks like it's going to be one big fatty, but it's two little skinnies. It's three little skinnies. You're completely wrong. Also, you saw it in the other room. Yeah. And that's how you are claiming to know what it is and what it tastes like. You have not tried it. And you don't know anything about it because only because you saw the box, you assumed that there were two in there. If you had ever had any actual experience with it, you would have opened it up and seen that there were three in there. I have had them because last time we went to Trader Joe's, I got them. And I ate them. And they were good. You know the other reason I know that that's not true? Why? Because we have not talked about it on the podcast and you seriously squeeze every drop out of the vegan food rag to talk about on this podcast. Okay. I mean, I did eat them, but you don't want to believe me. Anyway, well, tell me more about it. I'm just... you. The difference between two and three is significant. And you would have known that there were three. It's been a long time. It's been like over a month. I don't remember stuff from yesterday. All right. Remember this afternoon when I told you a story that I had already told you this morning? <laughs> yeah, but it was skating related. <laughs> and I, part of me just feels like you just wanted another excuse to tell the skating story again. It is a significant bruise. So I, I, I have okay. been thinking about it. Every time I look at my hand, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. C- listener, do you want to hear? Well, can I please give my update? God damn it. You like. <laughs> I really did. Got him a monster. Go on, Trader Joe's chocolate yeah, bars. I got them. Mm-hmm. I ate them. I don't like them. <gasps> They're bad. Ooh. They're bad chocolate bars. I'll eat it's them. a bad chocolate bar. Yeah, you'll eat them for the first time and agree with me. <laughs> You've had you had another oat milk chocolate thing from Trader Joe's, I think. Oh well, that could be true. Yes. God. <laughs> What an auspicious start we're off to. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. 
Oh, my God. Yes. It's hot out there. Oh, my God. It's hot out there. The feels like has been over 100 for like, I don't even remember how long. Weeks. It's it's strange to me that you live in the feels like world. How can I not? I want to know. I don't care what the actual temperature is. I want to know what it's going to feel like. The empirical temperature is high enough. Yeah. Like the feels like is what you say when somebody's like, well, it's 85 outside, but it feels like 98. So you can give me credit for being hot. But the the actual number of like the tools are measuring very high numbers. Can I tell um, my the reason I do the feels like? Uh huh. Is skating related? Oh, my God. (laughs) But I went skating and I seriously thought something was wrong with me because I did a fraction of the distance I usually do on the belt line. And I was like exhausted, like melting, like I had to sit down. That's not. We usually skate like six miles every Wednesday. And I had skated like one, like less than a mile. When I was like, ooh, I have to sit down. And it was because the temperature was like low 90s, but the feels like feel was like? over 100. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, it's not me. I need to check the feels like temperature because of how it impacts me when it gets over 100. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah. I'm just getting a report. Yeah. Getting, I just want to listen to the full thing first. Mm-hmm. For the listener, I've got my finger to my ear because mm-hmm. uh, I'm receiving. Yeah. Some intel. He is from, receiving some intel. From one of my uh, reporters on the street. Yeah, that's right. Um, whew, this is uh, two Fridays ago, I believe a report was issued where you went for a skate on the Beltline and you had to stop that skate uh, earlier than you expected to and sit down, oddly enough, which is not something that you normally do. Uh, because it was so hot out, I'm, and you looked at the temperature, and the feels like was a very high number. Yeah. So my uh, point is that's what prompts. That's why I look at the feels like you were like, why would anybody? And I was like, this is why. Same <laughs> you story. absolute monster. Same story. Listener, have you heard From, that one, or is it just Dave? Is that August eleventh? Is that what it would have been? <laughs> that the, the, the story was told while we're on the topic. Yeah. Dave's going to hear this story for the third time today. <laughs> Last night, do some work. I was skating and I was vibing out. Uh, we were all skating in this uh, area that's like behind a building, but has an incredible view of the city. And it's got like nooks and crannies. And I was in a little nook and cranny that was kind of behind some bushes, but lots of space. Yeah. And so I was like, had my headphones in. I was jamming out. What's it was on? great. Uh, well, that's the thing. I was not okay. ex- excited about yeah. the song. So I took took my phone out, still dancing and moving around, and was trying to pick a new song, and I hit something. I don't even know, a rock, a, mm-hmm. a crack. Mm-hmm. I, anyway, I fell. My legs went up. My booty went down. I landed on my wrist, and I have a very purpley bruise on my wrist now. Um, and I thought I was so cool because I was behind the bushes. I was like... Finally, I fell and nobody saw. Hey, well, I'm down here. I'll pick my song. Yeah. So my friend uh, Rhea came tearing around the corner. Rhea Perlman? Yes. Whoa. Correct. Um, and since I was still on the ground, she got very worried yeah. and uh, that something was wrong with me. And I had to explain what had happened and how I was just picking my song real quick. And she said that uh, nobody saw me fall, but they all heard it mm. because of the thunk. Mm. Yeah. Ow! Ow! I don't think I said ow, but Ow, I knows. fell. Ow! Ow, I fell. So. My booty, my wrist. 
So that's your skating story from yesterday, huh? Yeah. That's your skating story from yesterday. That's your skating story from yesterday. I have another skating story from yesterday, wow. listener. It the the blank stare that I got, <laughs> the full reboot moment. that I got. Dave, Dave, can I hand this coin to you to spend? No, no, keep that coin. In fact, I'll give you a coin <gasps> from my pocket. That's right. I went skating yesterday. Bow, bow, bow. For the first time in over 30 years, I'm that old. I went skating at listener. a rink. Listener, he was so good. Oh, that's not true. He did not that's, fall down one I did time. Not fall down. I have to knock on wood because I'm certainly going to fall down next time. Oh, you're going to fall down. But I wobbled a lot. Yes, yeah. that's part of it. I did the uh, 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 with the arms shaking and the even had one leg out at one point and was on one skate. But listener, but he not intentionally. Caught like, himself. I did catch myself. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's it's improving difficult. your balance. It's difficult to do. It is. Yeah, but fun. Well, it's it is fun, yeah. It's like you're flying okay. and dancing at the same doing time. Doing that, and I'm like, can I just can Say I just hang it out fun. at it's fun for a minute? Yeah, and not be. It's like the the seasoned druggie being like mm-hmm. to the first time drug user. Mm-hmm. I guess this doesn't work well because the drugs are stronger for the first time. Yeah, drug it's user, better right? the first. Time. So the first time drug user would be like, "Hey, I'm I'm seeing God." Yeah. And the longtime drug user would be like, no, you're not. No. Trust me, it's terrible. Stop so using this. you think it's terrible? No, I'm saying that the <laughs> drugs are, the, the drugs in this use case are terrible. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this analogy is not working. It's not working out, but it's similar. But we're on the limb already. It's similar because, well, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's you'll see, get let's it. Let's compare similar points to it. Two people are talking. Mm-hmm. They're sharing an experience mm-hmm. that one is more familiar with than the other. Mm-hmm. So track so far right one is evangelizing it mm-hmm. that's where it becomes different mm-hmm. because it's the new drug user who's evangelizing it i think that's what makes it not a very good analogy yeah for, that's yeah. where it falls apart yeah yeah, yeah. that's the point mm-hmm. so i went skating yeah it yeah. was skate night for our kids school and it was not very well attended because it was a 30 minute drive yeah. and um Started at 5 p.m., uh-huh. which is uh, not easy for a lot of families, yeah. but we made it work and we all skated. Yeah, but we all skated. The upside to it not being very well attended is that uh, there was a lot of room yeah. to like zoom around and yeah. practice and stuff. Yeah. So that was really fun. And yeah. it was so fun to skate with Dave. Uh, Listener, you, we held hands a little bit and skated. A little bit, but here's the thing. You kept, you you and the child both kept trying to like get in my shit while we were skating. Yeah. We were excited I, that you... Every time I talked to you, I would fall or get wobbly. He didn't fall ever. You kept being like, let's hold hands and do that. And the kid kept being like, let's slingshot. And oh, was he trying to Can you to squat slingshot? down and stick your leg out? And I'm oh. like, I could barely stand up. <laughs> And you guys kept getting in my business and literally all I did, you can attest to this, like you guys were taking breaks left and right. I just wanted to stay on it until I got used to it. Yeah. So I just a lonely, quiet man doing <laughs> loop after loop yeah. on a relatively empty skating ring. You did a great. Yeah. I can't believe you tried to slingshot you. That is one of our favorite things to do together. Yeah. A slingshotting is when you throw the other person, you grab them by the hand and you fling them forward and then they go zooming off. Yeah. And then we we like to do it back and forth and then the behind person catches up and then gets slingshotted, swapped like that. You can go all the way around the rink like that. It's really fun. Sounds fun. It is so fun. fun. Um, You want to do a Buffy bite? 
It's been a minute. Do I? Yeah. Yes. Ah, that's a Buffy bite. I was what sorry. Was that? I was trying to add to this. You think anybody it... would bite like that? No. Okay. Um, here's where I'm at with Buffy. Mm-hmm. I lowercase L mm-hmm. like Buffy. Okay. Now, I like the show now. I'm interested in what happens in the show now. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Okay. The episodes, the two most recent episodes, oh, I'm in season two. Two most recent episodes that I watched are What's My Line? Okay. Part two. Okay. For being specific. We are. And Ted. Ted! Featuring John Ritter. Oof. Yeah. This is, this is the point where I like the show. Bad dad. I like the show. Well, here's the thing. So John Ritter, he was in a child's play. He had a cameo in a child's play. <gasps> Oh my gosh. No, not. Oh, well, you're, you said, you guessed like you remembered it. And I wanted, I was pre clarifying, you haven't seen him in Child's Play. No, but that's exciting. He plays like a real piece of shit in Child's Play. He's like a terrible father. I think he's a terrible father. Or maybe he's a sheriff or something like that. But he's like, it's cameo level. He's in it. He's in many scenes, Mm -hmm. but he's not like a regular character in the movie. Mm -hmm. And he dies gruesomely, but it's an earned death because he's, piece of shit piece of shit piece of shit in this Buffy episode too yeah yeah absolutely he plays a piece of shit really well he plays like a bad guy really well yeah and I bet it's so fun for him to do yeah because he doesn't seem like a bad guy at yeah. all yeah rest in peace John Ritter mm-hmm. he lost one of the greats a gem one of the greats yeah yeah Mother Teresa John Ritter wait is Mother Teresa good or bad I can't remember where we're she's at with problematic. Mother Teresa now. okay yeah I forget why yeah do but you think she like was she the first memeified? Like, <laughs> she might be. Like, her perception was the meme of her and not the actuality of her. Yeah, I think so. Because she was always your regular Mother Teresa. Like, that would be the, in the 80s, that was how I knew who Mother Teresa was, not from like who she actually was. Yeah, same. From like the, the dialect about her or the, what's the word? Idiom. Idioms, right? Idioms. Yeah. All right, you're just trying to get me. No, I think that's right. Okay. So the first Buffy that I watched that I liked, there was a Slayer with, could not have been a real accent. No. Was it a real accent? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen that actress in anything else that I was like, oh, that's that other Slayer from Buffy. I go into every Buffy episode assuming that anything like that is fake. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like, think that's fair. It's all fake, you know? But anyway, there's a second Slayer. What? And a second Slayer's chasing down some folks. What? And then uh, Spike and Drusilla got a nasty plan for Buffy, and it all takes place in a church, a very poor church set. But, like, <laughs> shit starts catching fire, and there's, like, stakes and stuff like that. And that's where Xander, that's the episode where Xander, like, the new Slayer didn't like uh, Angel. That's where Xander was like, Angel is our friend who I don't like. And I liked that. I LOL'd and then texted you that I LOL'd. I enjoyed so that. So I liked that. I was like, I like where we're headed with these guys. I still have the exact same number of problems with the show that I had before. Mm-hmm. But now I like the show, lowercase l, and I still have those problems with it. Mm-hmm. And then I got to Ted. And Ted was like, it's not, this is, has very little to do with Buffy. And it, it has to do with Buffy insofar as they wrote this character. But it's all John Ritter. Yeah. Like, but, like, I was missing all the scenes that didn't have John Ritter in them. 
or where they weren't talking about John Ritter. Um, but the the part where she thought she killed him, yeah, I thought was good. That is I was really like, cool. That's something to think about if you're Just, a slayer. That you could accidentally kill a human. Because you're super strong. Yeah. And you're well-trained. It is something to think about. Yeah. And then Giles's girlfriend, what's her name? <gasps> oh Drusilla? my gosh. Miss Calendar. Miss, really? Miss Calendar, yeah. Really? Right? What's her first Dim name? Dimson Kitty? <laughs> Chime in. Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Kitty. the jokes are good when you like, you send them off to the sky. <laughs> You let the balloon go. You don't have to like then shoot it and pop it. You just kind of watch the balloon float off. That's more satisfying to hear that. Yeah, I guess so. Sometimes it's okay. Um, All right. All right. Uh, Okay. She shoots Giles with a crossbow in the back. Oh, yeah. And that's funny. I thought it was funny. I'm glad. That's funny. It is funny. All right. I don't want to do Buffy bites anymore if this is what you're going to be giving what me. What are you talking about? I'm enjoying listening to your takes on Buffy. It's, I'm, y'all. You're I, on season five. Yes. And I, you take every opportunity to remind me of the fact that we just can't have the same conversation about Buffy. Well, like today I was watching an episode from season five. Season five. Y'all, oh, yeah. Dawn is in season five. You please do not co-opt Buffy bites to All talk I'm about your Buffy experience. You keep trying to do this. Dave was came in the room and I kept pausing it. The kid was eating his after school snack and I let, let him watch a little Buffy with Let a with child me. watch Buffy, first of all. Supervised so I could yeah, turn, turn to him every some, time Xander opens his mouth and be like, never. Turned into some little misogynist. I don't think that. Because of Buffy. If, <laughs> if something was going to do it, it'd be Buffy. Probably. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so he said, who is that? And I was like, I keep pausing the episode when your dad is in the room because he can't know who that is. <laughs> It would be too spoilery. Anyway, the point is I'm worried about spoilering you. You could say, just for, here, here, let me throw this out. It's Dawn. You don't know her yet. That is what I said. That is not what you said. said, This is Dawn. It's a spoiler. You shouldn't be in here. Get out of here. You shouldn't, you're not supposed to know who she is yet. And it's like, I get that. But I can still ask what the character's name is. It's not going to spoil me. It's Dawn played by Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Xander and Cordy have a little, little bit of a hate relation. A little bit of a covert closet yeah. makeouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here for that. Yeah, that's a fun storyline. Yeah. Xander and Cordelia. Yeah, no, her name is Cordy. Yeah. We call it Cordy. True fans. Okay. True buffs. Mm-hmm. True buff buds. What buff. are Buffy fans called? I don't know. Aren't they like brown coats or something like that? No, that's um, Firefly. Firefly. What's a Buffy fan called? Biter? <laughs> yes. Nibbler? Nibbler. The nibblers? <laughs> That's Futurama. I'm going to look it up. Okay. And then we'll close out Buffy Bites. I <laughs> Googled Buffy Bites. <laughs> what are Buffy fans called? Okay. This is Reddit. Scoobies. <gasps> Scoobies, of course. Scoobies or Slayerettes. I am familiar with the Scooby thing. I am not there yet. That's Buffy Bites. Round. Dot com. I can't do it. You do it. Buffy Bites. Arr. All right. We're doing, we're, we're talking takeout. Picture this. It's the 4th of July. The feels like is in the name. She was pawing and she grabbed my headphones. Okay. I'm, 
Paint a picture. Sorry, go on. Fourth of July. The, the, the dog grabbed my headphones and pulled me down to her. Fourth of July. It feels like it's in the 90s. Storms are brewing. Mm-hmm. Storms are hitting. Family decides we're going to go to Decatur to watch the annual fireworks display. Something we never do. Never. We decided to be people one year and, and do it. Yes. Be patriots. But before that, we're going to go out to dinner. And where do we go? We went to Sushi Avenue on Decatur Square. That's right. There are two Sushi Avenues in Decatur. You could walk from one location to the other one. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be a walk. But it's possible. Like, you could walk there in like 20 minutes. And um, somehow, they have been both been there thriving, thriving yeah. since the early 2000s. Like, since I moved to Atlanta, there have been two Sushi Avenues in Decatur. One on the square, one a little bit closer to Atlanta. Yeah. So we went to Sushi Ave. We went to the one on the square. Yeah, we did. And we got sushi there. Hell yeah. Our child had had in not his first sushi, but the first sushi that he enjoyed. Mm-hmm. He's had sushi before, but he always in the past, he has unwrapped the roll, eaten. Mm-hmm. He likes all the components of sushi, like an avocado roll. Yep. So I was like, I've convinced him to get avocado rolls a few times, being like, it's seaweed and rice and avocado, just all rolled up together. So good. Mm-hmm. And um, But he's always deconstructed it. And this time I was like, you are 10, and it is time for you to pick up a sushi roll and put it in your mouth. Got him. We did. And y'all, he, he loved it. Yeah. He did it and he loved it. So let's talk about what we got. I have a list. Okay. Do you have my list? Uh, I think I have a list of everything. Because I'll, I'll let you know that it's almost the end of August. Yeah. So I'm going to need a little help. Yeah. So we got the super veggie roll, which does not have egg in it, which is exciting. It's yeah. just got a ton of veggies. Um, I got the gomae, which is like a boiled spinach and like a peanutty sauce, um, which I loved and the family hated, but I thought it was good gomae. Um the tofu avocado salad, mm-hmm. an avocado roll, a tempura asparagus roll, and then I wanted miso soup, but their miso soup has fish in it, oh. bonito flakes or something. So don't get the miso soup at Sushi Ave, y'all. Yeah. 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 Oh, and they also had these... Ra- oh, I can't remember the name of the soda. They had these oh, Japanese the sodas. sodas. Were cool. We could not figure out how to open them. Oh, my God. It was so hard to open. It's called Ramun, R-A-M-U-N-E. And huh. the one that he got was lychee flavored. And Ooh. it was so good. Yeah. Delicate, fizzy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, um, it's nice to, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. You go to a sushi restaurant that's not a vegan sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be disappointed, but you're not going to be wild. Yeah, there was nothing like there was no watermelon tuna or anything like that. But but the point I was about to make. Yeah, sorry. Before you drew a conclusion that I was not going to make. Sorry. Was I felt like we got a little bit better of an experience here than what you would normally expect from a sushi restaurant. Mm -hmm. Right. I thought so. I thought they had a lot of vegan options. There were more, and and the menu has more than sushi. Mm-hmm. Had us talking about all of the options that could be there if we were to make it a more regular thing, mm-hmm. which is not something we normally talk about with a sushi restaurant. Yeah. And Sushi Ave, the prices, 
one of the reasons I used to go there all the time when I first moved here and was pescatarian. And part of the reason that my friends and I loved Sushi Ave is because it's very affordable yeah. for a sushi place. Yeah. And uh, it remains very affordable. I mean, it, the prices are ramens. higher. It ramens. It ramens. 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 It ramens. <laughs> Ramune. Very... I think I'm oh. butchering the name of that soda. But it's so good. It was so good. Yeah. We went a little bit wild. We ordered too much food. Yeah. Uh, but goodness, it was all so yummy. And then we went to get to the, the a parking lot to watch the fireworks, which then were delayed by 45 to 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people left. Yeah. And then the fireworks were okay. Yeah. But it was fun because we did it with friends. Yeah. Good we friends. did it with friends. Yeah. We parked in the wrong place and there was a lot of walking. Yeah. We didn't pack any chairs. No. This isn't, none of this is Sushi Avenue's fault. None of it. No. no. This is Not a single fault. part of it. This is like, we're not experienced doing stuff like that. Yeah. And it becomes really clear in moments like that. Yeah, that this isn't that, our our jam at all. Right. And we have the things. Mm-hmm. We just don't do them. I brought I brought a picnic blanket to lay out in a parking lot. Yeah, I guess I pictured a field, but we sure were in a parking lot. We sure were in a parking lot. Yeah, we yeah. didn't bring it. To, our friends had like chairs and a cooler. Coolers, yeah. They were, they do that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're we, people. They're people. Yeah. We're like not. We're like, yeah. We're not. We shut ourselves in our house. And yeah. 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 So on a scale of. We don't uh, do that. Oh. We don't. Don't sound so disappointed. We so, liked it. We'll go back. Heck yeah. Way to go, Sushi Av. Way to go, Sushi Av. You did it. You did it. This is Talking Toe News. Hey, okay, this is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news. This week's headline is from, ooh, this is a tough one. Vegconomist? Vegconomist. Or Veganomist? No, Vegconomist. Here's the thing, though it's the Vegan Business Magazine. Veganomist. Like Yeah. Veganomist. Maybe you're right. Guys, just got a note. <laughs> it's tricky. This one is from August 23rd, 2023. Uh, no author cited. So apologies, reporter, if I'm missing missing your your name here. IKEA San Francisco debuts new plant-based dining options. Following the news that IKEA plans to launch the Plant Hot Dog along with its many other plant-based targets, the new San Francisco location is set to feature some exciting plant-based dining options. The three-story store, which opened today, is the first retailer to open as part of development project. Blah, 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 blah. It will also serve uh, as the flagship location uh, for two new dining options, Swedish Bite and Swedish Deli. Swedish Bite on the store's street level will offer prepackaged refrigerated meals mm. with items like plant-based lasagna, 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 <laughs> lasagna, and vegan cinnamon buns along with a variety of hot and cold drinks. Skipping ahead and getting positive messages. Meanwhile, Swedish Deli is a 68-seat restaurant where shoppers can enjoy a plant-based version of IKEA's hugely popular Swedish meatballs and other vegan options like vegetable balls made with peas and corn and veggie dogs. The store also has a Swedish food market section that stocks frozen versions, frozen versions 
of plant fresh meatballs. It's because darling, it feels like hot. temperature is so high that you're having listen, trouble. Listen, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm just trying to read my article. She. She. <laughs> And other plant-based meal options. New haul to become 100% plant-based. Whoa. IKEA's commitment to plant-based dining doesn't just end with the store. The new location on Market Street serves as the anchor for the Live Out Mall, which will also house a unique food hall called Salyu Hall. According to Inca, the Salyu Hall... Well, how, why did I pick this article? <laughs> we'll have an 80% plant-based, plant-based menu at the time of launch and eventually evolve to 100% plant-based with zero single-use plastic. Hmm. So that was, those words were as hard to put together <laughs> as a piece of Ikea furniture. Ooh, oh, burn. I want vegan Swedish meatballs from Ikea immediately. Yeah? Let's book a flight. Very exciting. Do you like Ikea? I do like Ikea. I, uh, I'm, uh, actually, I don't, I'm not looking at any Ikea furniture. Yeah, we've here. grown up. That piece over there, I have an Ikea cabinet thingy. Both those cabinets are from Ikea. That was a good it. Ikea purchase. That was like a 15 years ago Ikea purchase, mm-hmm. and it works as well today as it did then. Mm-hmm. It's true. It does. Yeah. It just does. It really does. It does. Hey, I like Ikea. I don't know if I love Ikea. No. And when I'm at Ikea, I need to get the fuck out of Ikea. Yeah. Like, I got like a 20-minute timer. It's stressful. And after 20 minutes, I got to get the fuck out of there. I can't do the showroom. Because the showroom, you're trapped. Mm-hmm. It's a maze up there. Yeah, it's so chaotic. But yeah. I would visit an IKEA for the Swedish meatballs if I could, if if they had the vegan ones here or at any city we were visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not a great headline. <laughs> it's exciting news, though. Hey, yeah. international listeners. What are the plant-based offerings at your Ikea's like? I wonder if they're different. You know what we should do? What? That Aldi episode we talked about ages ago. Yeah, we really do. I Never pass I pass that Aldi every once in a while. And every time I'm like, oh, we got to do that Aldi we gotta episode. Do, we got to do the we Aldi. We got to do it. They're begging for the Aldi episode. I know. And we are... It's it's on our minds. We get she's pointing at her mind. I'm right pointing now. at my mind with my finger. To I'm me. Tapping on my mind. You were just like air pointing at I it. I was. I was tapping on my mind. All right. Okay. All right. You're big on the sound effects today. I am. Yeah, I don't know you're why. Really digging deep. I think it's the hokiness of Buffy's Oh. <laughs> was We're having a nice uh-huh. time. Oh, excuse me. All right. Sorry. Were you saying something? No. Just the song, had, the outro had queued up. Yeah, you're right. When you're right, you're it's right. Time to move on. Mm-hmm. And then you had, it sounded like you had something to say during the outro. No, I would never talk over do. the. We do not speak over the outro. Yeah. Uh, you know what we do do? What? Take a little break for some ads. Yeah, we do. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. 
All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, welcome back. We're welcome. back for Mads. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey. I'm oh, excited to talk about this Fresh Cravings jalapeno popper dip. <laughs> Just a spoiler, huh? Yeah. So there I am. Yeah, there you are. Where were you? Exactly. There I am at a grocery store. What grocery store? I don't know. I came home with some dip. You don't remember this journey? <laughs> I okay. do. I do okay. remember I the journey. Home, I'm out I'm out grocery shopping and I bring home this dip and we sit on this dip for a minute. And then one night, late one night, mm-hmm. we have this dip. And I lose my shit over how good this dip is. It is incredible. We are notoriously bad dip people. Like we, we do a dip. The dip is in our lives for a day, maybe two, and then the dip goes back in the back of the fridge mm-hmm. and sometimes replaced by a newer, sexier dip, but sometimes just like we just move off of dip altogether. Yeah. This dip was the cornerstone of our lives until there was nothing to be scraped out of its dip. Yeah. Not nary a drop of jalapeno popper dip in the tub there. The name of it, mm-hmm. you've spoiled it. The name Sorry. of it is Fresh Cravings Jalapeno Popper Dip. And the frustration was we ran out of the dip mm-hmm. and I was like, we immediately have to get more of the dip. And I could not remember where I got it. Yeah. So I went to Kroger, mm-hmm. no dip. I went to Target, no dip. I said, probably got it at Sevenanda, which is like a, a lift to do, to go to. Which is wild. It's so close yeah. to us, but it's the roads you have yeah. to take. It's getting in and out of Sevenanda. But I did it. You did it. I went to Sevenanda, no dip. And then I realized, I can just Google it. <laughs> two weeks. It took two weeks to get to, I can just Google it. Meanwhile, tragically dipless. dipless. Yeah. No, we've got dips. They just suck. Yeah, we didn't. Because we've hit dip nirvana. Yeah, we didn't want those dips. Right. We wanted this dip. Right. No other dip would do. So then I Googled it. Mm-hmm. 
And I yelled out across the house, it was at Publix. (laughs) (laughs) And I got up and and immediately drove to Publix. You did. Uh, 11 o'clock at night. No, I'm just kidding. It was in the daytime. Uh, Went and got it. Further from our house, but but easier to get to than Savananda because of the roads you take to get. Yeah. It's right by the AMC too, which I'm familiar with because I don't know if I've announced this, but... You haven't mentioned this. Have I announced this on the podcast yet? No. Proud to announce that I have been awarded the title (laughs) of an AMC (laughs) A-lister. That's right. It's a rewards program, but not just a rewards program where you get rewards for your spend. Yeah. This is a program where you get rewarded on a larger level for a monthly spend, also known as a subscription. It's true. Also, you get to stand and wave during the... During the trailers when they play the I do ad that, for A-list. And it, and it mortifies you. <laughs> I love it. What are you talking about? It's the best. You hide your face when I do it. Well, I do you hide put your face. hand over your face. But I love it you from also, behind my hands. You also get a fancy line that you can stand in. And they serve you before the people who stand in the normie line, which I'm getting increasingly uncomfortable about. <laughs> I like the fancy line. Last time I went to the movies, I went to watch Barbie with my friend Liz because Uh she hadn't seen it yet. And I hadn't had a girlfriend's experience at Barbie's yet, at Barbie's, at Barbie yet. And um, neither Liz nor I is an AMC member. And I had to get in that normie line. Yeah. And I almost accidentally (laughs) got in the AMC. Oh, because you were riding my coattails. Mm -hmm. You're so used to my coattails, my gold coattails. I felt like myself crash to the ground when I let go. Yeah. Like looked up and your face covered in dirt. Mm-hmm. My nose was bleeding. It was awful. Like, I, I lost did, my quarter. I still went to the movie yeah. though. Just yeah. covered in dirt People and blood. Were spitting on you. <laughs> God, it was humiliating. Oh. Uh. oh, we could just take that whole line of joking out about being poor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Probably not funny. Oh, so the Publix is next to the AMC, <laughs> and that's where I went this to get day. the dip. To get the dip. I got two of the jalapeno popper dip. As you do when you find and, something you like. Yeah. And I got, I saw that they also had a French onion dip. Mm-hmm. And I got one of those. Yeah. Should we? Brought them home. No. Okay. That's another episode. What is with you? I, There's. I like to maximize value for the toe heads. I like to squeeze you every do. drop you from really the rag do. of content. Okay. Uh, All right, rag We could just stop doing the podcast <laughs> yeah, too. There's always that option. That is always an option. Um. So I brought it back. I got to tell you. I hit my funny button. I saw. It hurt. You all right? I'm good now. Nothing funny about that. My fingers are tingling, but I'm oh, fine. Oh, yeah. You got tinglers. I got to tell you. Over those two weeks, I had built this up so much in my mind. Oh, no. That that second tub did not hit the way the first one did. It's kind of like with drugs. How the first time. You know what? Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I know. That's exactly right. Yes. That was a really smart thing to say. <laughs> a smart analogy that works in so many instances. That was really good. Uh, sadly, it's true. I didn't like it as much the second time around. I'm not as excited to go to the third tub. Oh, I have been eating and enjoying it. You've No, you've been eating the French onion with your hands. No. Yeah, you've been a little goblin with the French onion. That's what you're on right now. Oh, yeah, but I've been eating the jalapeno. I've been eating it, too. I'm not kicking it out. 
Yeah. I'm I, just saying it's not this holy grail that we've been like crowing about for two weeks. I think it's really good. I think it would be really delicious if you mix it up with some rice and stuffed bell peppers with it. Mm. Did stuffed peppers with the jalapeno popper uh, dip mm-hmm. whoop, whoop, as the sauce inside. I mm-hmm. think it would be like a jalapeno popper you could eat for dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe. It would need a crunchy element. This is, a, I don't know, actually. This is a very snacky, junky dip. I love it. It's not like a hummus. But it's not that junky. I checked the ingredients. But you're trying to position it as part of a balanced diet or part of a balanced breakfast. No, I'm saying it's a flavor that I would like to experience in more ways. I think if you want jalapeno poppers for dinner, then just make jalapeno poppers. For dinner, that's true. Right. I'll just do that. This isn't going to be the filling for a jalapeno popper. This is meant to be a jalapeno popper taste. And it does deliver that. It's got a good kick. Mm-hmm. It's got good cream, mm-hmm. and it uh, it it hints at cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It doesn't be like cheese. No, it's like cheese. It's like, mm, there's a there's a food I'm thinking of that mice like. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like a riddle that your brain has to figure out, that your palate has to figure out. <laughs> a delicious riddle. Yeah. All right. So is this it on a scale of <laughs> one to ten? First times on roller skates in t- thirty oh, years. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, what would you give? Fresh cravings, jalapeno, popper. Yeah, we have to do the whole thing. No, it's great. Dip. I give it nine. I give it nine. Yeah. First times on roller skates in 30 years. I I would too. I love this dip. I love having it when I'm like, sometimes I hit the fridge and I'm like, I'm craving something. I don't know what. This dip usually hits the spot. If it's a savory, I don't know what. Sometimes you have something and it blows your mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And period of time goes by mm-hmm. and you get it again after having period of time to like build it up in your head. Yeah. And it does deliver. That's why it's not a 10. Yeah. I feel like that first bite was a 10. Yeah. And th- but it, it kind of settled in to a comfortable nine. Yeah. A groovy nine. Yeah. The way you were doing your arms. Yeah. Very I was gestury doing... and sound effects today. I'm animated today. You're just in a Hollywood style. You're just kind of vaudevillian, you know? Yeah. I know. Don't I do don't that. know. Sorry. It went too far. It's because I had one. a really great night last night. I'm still okay. pumped up from yeah. it. Yeah. Vibing. Vibrating. I was vibing. Yeah. And now I'm vibrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Want to eat some goat cheese? The goat cheese I bought. Yeah. Yes. You ready for me to set this up? Set her up. Bought this at Whole Foods. Dave got this at Whole Foods. Yeah. We've gotten this before. We got the blueberry one. We tried it on the pod. We liked it a lot. This is the plain. Yeah. I like plain everything. When it comes to goat cheese, I, I am inclined to agree. Plain is good. That time we went, we were in New York and I got the plain bagel with the plain cream cheese. And the guy there, <laughs> and the guy there laughed at me. Oh, the guy and, and you, I shared and a you laugh at you. We're like, I know, right? <laughs> This guy, you othered me in front of a stranger, which if I had done that to you. I know it was shitty, but it was so funny. Like, I like what I like, and they wouldn't make plain versions of these things if the plain versions weren't supposed to be remarkable. That's true. So I have spread um, a heaping amount of this goat cheese onto a Triscuit. That is what I'm talking about. Mm. It's great. It's great. The cheese, the cheese wars, it's not even a war anymore. This is like, mm-mm. Oh. 
This is like the technology boon that you get as a development resulting from the technology acceleration that you had to do during wartime. What's great about the tree line cheeses is that they have like gone back to their roots and it's all like nut based. Yeah. Oh, the roots. They went back to their roots. I was thinking because it's nut, because uh, it's okay. nuts come from. Right. Anyway, right. but this is a cashew based cheese. It doesn't have any coconut oil in it. It does. It's like something that you could make at home, but they have just gotten this balance of flavor that is so incredible. And I have to say, we've been making cashew cheeses for a long time mm-hmm. and they hold up. The texture of a cashew cheese, if you do it right, and the flavor can be shockingly cheese-like. Yeah. And I love it because I really enjoy a cheesy flavor, but a lot of the vegan cheeses have coconut oil, which is not great for your heart. Trying not to eat as much coconut oil, but this tree line cheese doesn't have it. It's just cashews. I can basically feel like I'm eating cashews when I'm eating all of it. Well, I, as an unhealthy slug, as a job of the hut level of unhealthy eater <laughs> over here, I can say that I eat all the coconut oil. Mm-hmm. I eat all the Beyond Meat. Yeah. I eat all the garbage. I just worry about my heart and health in like my too. middle age. I, I do too. It's not enough to stop doing those things mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. What I was going to say was that fancy cheeses. Here, I think that the cheese wars, I'm just going to keep talking about the cheese wars. It's fine. They're focused on mainstream cheese. I'm talking about craft slices versus chow slices versus daya slices. Or like the bag That's shreds. That's the cheese war. Sure. I'll allow that that shredded cheese is part of the cheese wars. Parmesan, part of the cheese wars. Feta is like a fringe theater of the cheese wars. Technically part of the war, but nobody's paying attention to like that theater. You know? <laughs> um, this, this shit, like fancy cheeses, mm-hmm. is like... Like, uh, it's not it's not part of the cheese war. Fancy cheeses are in their own orbit, mm-hmm. along with dairy cheeses that are already in that same orbit. And the difference is, those cheeses are supposed to fucking taste weird. Yeah, goat cheese objectively tastes weird, right. but like, in a, a good weird, but, right. but weird. That's the thing. You're not trying to hit a conventional cheese flavor with these cheeses and with these fancy cheeses. Yeah. So you that frees you up. Yeah, you can you can kind of like live in the same space but be like and I'm going to go in this direction and it doesn't matter if Brie doesn't go in this direction and it doesn't matter if Gorgonzola doesn't go in this direction. It doesn't matter if Avardi doesn't go in this direction. It doesn't matter if Gouda doesn't go in this direction. It doesn't matter I've lost it. Give me another one. Give me another one. Camembert. Swiss doesn't go in the Hold on. I've got this. It doesn't matter if Swiss <laughs> doesn't go in this direction. It doesn't matter if Camembert doesn't go in this direction. I'm going to go in this direction and I'm going to plant my own flag. Yeah. And we can be okay with it. Everybody can be okay with it. You put this on a plate at a dinner party, nobody's going to know it's a non-dairy cheese. No. Unless you just put a cheese knife in it. Unless me or you goes up and says, actually, did you know that was a vegan cheese? Unless a vegan tells you that it's a vegan cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which like we don't, which we only do when we want you to stop eating it because we want it. Ha. It's a move I have used. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that Thanksgiving that we got the um, the pimento cheese? Yeah, 
all the non-vegans. There's like six vegans at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then like 20 non-vegans. And the non-vegans were going to town on our on our pimento cheese that we had gotten. Yeah. And I finally walked over and was like, did you guys know this was vegan? And they <laughs> did stop eating it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted it. It was so good. <laughs> uh, you might turn vegan if you eat this. Yeah. <laughs> we got a letter? Uh, yeah. Squeaky Marmalade writes, Hi, I'd like to comment about your Alpharetta Flying Biscuit episode. First off, I love the fish content. <laughs> Thank you, Squeaky Marmalade. I love it too. I wonder if there are more tofu fish heads listening that agree. <laughs> also, it's important to mention the history of the Flying Biscuit. It wasn't always so bland. <laughs> I love it. It's funny because she's right. It's now a franchise with 29 locations across the Southeast, but it originally started as a single restaurant in Candler Park by em bleh, by Emily Saliers of the Indigo Girls and Delia Champion in 1993. And Candler Park is the neighborhood right next door to ours. Yes, yeah. walkable, walkable from our house. Yeah. The biscuits were large and fluffy. Some would say they were so fluffy that they could fly. Although the menu wasn't vegan, it was much more vegetarian friendly. Today's franchised flying biscuit is a shadow of the original. Mm. I never go there and I am walking distance of the original location. She also reminded me of my old favorite dish from the flying biscuit, the love loaves, which oh, were yeah. these black bean cakes that yeah. came out shaped like hearts. Little hearts, yeah. 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 Great I th- letter. I, I don't think the love loaves were vegan. The sauce certainly wasn't, but I wasn't vegan at the time. Yeah. I think that's good food for thought that literally, because it's food, it's a restaurant. And also, um, that, like, yeah, we were there. It's been a long time, but back in the day, it was closer to their opening than it was. Yeah. Yeah. The early 2000s, when I first moved to Atlanta, we would go to the Flying Biscuit for brunch. Yeah. Like, at least twice a month. Yeah. It was really popular and so good. And um, it uh, isn't, isn't anymore. Well, still popular. There's still lines of people waiting to go eat at that place. Yeah, they're just trained zombies, though. Yeah, but the food has gone downhill, yeah. as Squeaky Marmalade uh, has. I still want to try that spicy tofu burrito, though. Yeah. I want to try that. I would eat that. Um, Hey, I love the enthusiasm that maybe there are more people out there who are here for the fish content. <laughs> but I just I just don't know if that's true. I think there would have to be more people out there in order for there to be more people out there that are into the fish <laughs> Hey, but if you are a listener that's into fish, please let us know because we would love to hear about that. Yeah. Also, I screenshotted this, but it's not a letter. Uh. But... um. Lee uh, heard the episode yeah. where we were trying to remember the name of the vegan steak that she got oh, yeah. uh, related to a toe news. And that steak was Juicy Marbles. Yeah, I almost got it. I almost got it today. Uh, me too. Okay. So I, some of the, I don't know. They if this, is, this might be a coin. I don't know. But some of the people that I skate with um, ordered a Juicy Marbles steak, this couple. Oh, okay. And... Um, Last time I told you about yeah. this, it had arrived, but they hadn't cooked it yet. Mm, but yesterday, they had eaten it. Oh. Yesterday, Wednesday. Yeah. And um, he told me all about it. And yeah. he was like, it was incredible. They got the loin, which is like bigger. And he was like, his husband cooked it. And he was like, I came home from being out and I could smell it in the hallway and it just smelled incredible. Like he went on wow. and on and on about how great it was. That's they awesome. he roasted it and pulled it 
with yeah. like veggies and stuff. Oh, it sounded so good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, just a quick shout out for Juicy Marbles. Very well, expensive, I mean, but very highly. We'll try it. Yeah. So um, don't say, don't say, 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 say no more. Yes, say, 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 say no more. Okay. That's Except funny for that all we, the rest of the stuff. That's funny that we were both on the website. I went to look today, No, too. I was at Whole Foods. Oh, they had it at Whole Foods? I don't know. It must not be the same thing, but I thought it was. Juicy Marbles, I think you can only get online. Well, I was on their website today. I just wish you wouldn't contradict me on the pod. I'm sorry. In front of everybody. Hey, Squeaky Marmalade. Thank you for that incredible letter. I love it. Yeah. I love the Atlanta history. Uh, hey, and if you would like to write us a letter, you can write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or do like Squeaky Marmalade and slide into our DMs on Instagram. I read and respond to every one. That is Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. Don't leave off the pod. And don't click off the pod. Don't do it because right? I want to thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Do you think it really helps out? It really does. Yeah. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We do. We might even read yours on the pod. Dave's checking right now. I'm not checking. Dave's scrolling on his phone and I got tricked. No, I'm checking. But also... <laughs> but also... I think uh, I unsubscribed from the show. What? Oh, no. <laughs> Dave. Every download counts. Um, hey, but also do us a fa- fa- favor. Do us a favor. Do us a favor. Hey, do us a, fa- a favor and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is the number one way that people find our little show. Yeah. And you can find me at Glue and Glitter on Instagram and threads. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader everywhere, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.